Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And the A stands for, are we going to be looking for a new GM? Uh, uh, the Titans are. They are. The 7-5 and five first place in the AFC South Tennessee Titans. Also playoffs six years in a row? Uh, yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, happened. Titans, the grass ain't always greener. <laughs> that is very true. Oh, my God. That is a crazy move. Yes. Kind of leads me to believe there's something else. Yes. You know, a owner-GM dispute. I mean, gotta be, there right? There has to be. Like, you don't get fired for getting your doors blown off by the Eagles. No, no, no. And and when, when they were talking about uh, when, when the owners released their statement, they didn't point to any off-field moves or, or mm-hmm. any disputes. They just said, you know, we evaluate the win-loss record and also, like, uh, the, the transactions that have been made. So maybe they were big fans of A.J. Brown? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're that not fans bad... of Ryan Tannehill? Uh, I guess that could be a thing. Also, AJ we're presented Brown, by yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, head over to DraftKings Sportsbook and uh, get in on all of their fantastic deals by using the code DNVR. It could be an A.J. Brown thing, like a straw that broke the camel's back situation. Where right. w- What did A.J. Brown do in that game? Did he go off? Oh, I know. Because they were playing him. I know he and Devontae Smith combined for three touchdowns. So okay. he either had huh. two, two or, or one. one. Yeah. yeah. It's math, baby. Oh, um, nice. man. I didn't put that together, how they just played him. true. Right. Like, if they got torched by A.J. Brown, I want to see the stats. Uh, maybe that was just like, all right, you're an idiot. We're done. I mean, could you imagine though? He's like, wait, for making that trade, not for being first place in the entire AFC last year, the number one seed when they didn't have Derrick Henry for half the season. And he did it seven months later. All right. Yes. Like if you don't like the trade, yes, right, right, what's right. different now? You want to hear the A.J. Brown line? Oh, geez. Is it bad? Eight catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. good he torched them. He, he beat them single-handedly because yes. they only scored 10 points. Wow. That would have been the best Broncos receiver performance in oh. multiple years? Probably since, uh, well, I don't know about Trev? the two touchdowns. Um, what was it? Cortland Sutton, week three against Jacksonville last year, had like 150-something mm, yards. Okay. I don't know. I think he had one touchdown. If but he maybe had not one two. touchdown with 153, I think that's even. No, we got to go by fantasy points. Oh. Well, are we doing PPR? How many, how many catches? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think Cortland had like 10 catches. I think that was also a career There high. you go. So I bet Cortland probably got him. 10, 25. So that would be 31. 31-ish. There you go, yeah. One then more. we've got... 
10 or no eight plus tw that's 20 no this wins 30, want, 32 wow you want to know something it would be pretty tight you want to know something that's crazy <laughs> is in that single game where he had two touchdowns in the past this isn't exactly scientific but in the past 18 <laughs> games or so Cortland sutton has one touchdown catch why what are they that's not what good. do they do uh i i it's don't know it, it it's crazy now the good news is we did find out a little news good news about Cortland sutton he's day-to-day -day with the hamstring nice. so right. he, he should be back soonish now we've heard some guys are day-to-day -day and they're out like three weeks mm -hmm. um so it doesn't necessarily mean he's back this week but it's not like a, a terrible season ending injury but i like that we're kind of talking about Cortland sutton right now because what if that was the move the aj brown move that got what is it john robinson fired today george payton gave out a fat contract to Cortland sutton and since that contract i know it's since that contract has been given out Cortland sutton has one touchdown yeah Cortland Houdini Sutton has one touchdown, one touch, uh, one touchdown. and several games with under 30 yards receiving. Oh, so yeah. many, many. Yep. That, that should not be, no that's not normal. No, including no. this past game where yes, he missed the second half in the first half. He played, uh, he got injured two minutes left in the first half. So he still played 28 minutes in the first half, mm -hmm. zero catches, one target. What is happening? If it's I was wild. George Payton, I would have a meeting a la office space where I sit everyone down and say, what exactly would you say you do here? <laughs> yep. And it's, like Cortland yeah. Sutton, they would, he would say, well, my job is to catch passes. And he would say, well, do you do that? And he would have to say, no, I do not. <laughs> yeah. Get, like half the games, he just, he doesn't do that. Yes. Much. It's yep. insane. Russell Wilson, what's your job? Well, I throw touchdown passes. No, you don't. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he. Oh, I get in the red zone. No, you don't. No. I move the ball. No, you don't. <laughs> right? No, you you don't do any of it. And I just cannot believe. I thought a couple of weeks ago that that meme about more bathrooms than touchdown passes on the season was going to die off because I thought yep. all he had to do was get one touchdown in <laughs> like game. per game for the next three weeks, and that wouldn't be true. It's true right now. I believe he's on pace for eleven for the season. Twelve bathrooms. <sighs> I just cannot. I just kept thinking like. Oh, you guys enjoy this for a couple more weeks, you know, clowning on Russ. It'll it'll go away. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's not going away. Um, what's crazy is like they're showing the Tom Brady highlights now. This could have been Russ. Yep. You know, where you just suck all game long yep. and then yep. you pull it off at the end. Like that's kind of what we expected, even in his worst games. Exactly. Yep. And we saw it a little bit at the beginning of the yep. season. We're like, oh, I kept saying like this is the Russell Wilson experience, and yep. it's just gone completely off the rails from there. To whereas. They're not even, you know, they're not even sniffing the end zone anymore. No, exactly. And I mean, after the game, Tom Brady, after just MF in the sideline all game, he gets up there and, and jokes at the podium, goes, well, just how we planned it uh, and just how we had it drawn out. And instead, we're getting Russell Wilson coming onto the podium, just saying, let's ride as he's like walking off. And it's, it's just so sad. It yeah. is. It is really sad. So George Payton. Yep. Mm. Speaking of Russell Wilson, yep. speaking of Cortland Sutton, yep. <laughs> speaking of Nathaniel yep. Hackett, all of these people were brought here by George Payton. Yep. And well, not brought here, I guess, with Cortland Sutton, but extended. Yep. Uh, kept here. Yep. Kept yep. here by with Cortland Sutton. So is he actually on the hot seat? Meaning, are they having conversations behind closed doors as to whether or not they should fire George Payton? Absolutely. 
it, it, he has to be on the hot seat. And we can discuss um, should he actually be fired, and we will in this podcast, but he absolutely should be on the hot mm-hmm. seat because this is a, a team that is staring at 3-10 and 10 in six days from now. They'll be 3-10 and 10, very likely. This is a team that since George Payton has taken over has only gotten worse. And now for the most part, this is George Payton's team. Sure, there's a Jerry Judy holdover from the John Elway days. But for the most part, George Payton has put his stamp on this team. And since he's done that, they have only gotten worse. And the trajectory is certainly not heading in the right direction. So if Nathaniel Hackett is going to be on the hot seat, how can you not look at George Payton? Yep. I mean, everybody should be on the hot seat. Yeah. Every Everybody everywhere should be on the hot seat. Like even Russell Wilson. We've talked about how it's almost impossible to move on from Russell Wilson. The conversation if, should still be happening. Yeah, if, if they yeah. haven't had the conversation of... What would it look like if we did that? And is it worth it? And the answer is probably no. Like every single one of those conversations should be should be happening, whether it's Russell, whether it's George Payton, whether it's Hackett, whether it's any of the coaches, whether it's any of the receivers or defensive guys. Like literally everybody should be on the hot seat based on this season. Anyone that has a part in the football side of this organization mm-hmm. should be on the hot seat. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know if they'll en- uh, eventually pull the trigger, but... You just don't get to make that bad of moves at that price tag yeah. with someone else's money who happens to be your boss <laughs> right. and not be on the hot seat. Yeah, uh, It's like if I went out and bought the most expensive microphones in the world for this show, <laughs> wow. each microphone was $1 million. And I basically Whoa. mortgaged the future of our company on these microphones that I said, this is what is going to make our shows pop. And and the the company your boss says I trust you. Yes, and the microphones don't even work. <laughs> yeah, they don't even they can't even be plugged in. Well, can you return them? No. Oh, geez. there is a no return <laughs> policy. Not yet. And I also had to uh, fire three employees oh. because we couldn't afford uh, wow. the microphones without cutting their salaries. But it was yeah. your decision. But it was my decision. Uh. They weren't everybody's favorite employees. To be fair, they weren't. They were not <laughs> the most popular employees. <laughs> um, Wait, is and, this a real situation? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and so now the microphones don't even work. We can't even have shows. Oh, jeez. Uh, wow. I'm probably getting fired. Yeah, I would think that you are <laughs> getting like you fired. Would, yeah. And uh, so when when we talk about George Payton, the moves he's made, you obviously look at the big three. And in my mind, yep. that's hiring Nathaniel Hackett, that is trading for Russell Wilson, and then that is extending Russell Wilson. We don't need to talk about how those moves have gone. That is an 0 for 3 complete yep. strikeout as of now. And we're going to talk about a lot of moves that George Payton's made. And, and a lot of them, especially the draft picks, people are going to say, well, it's too early to grade. No, you, you have to grade mm-hmm. them as they are right now because you're not just going to give George Payton five blind years and say, we'll evaluate your 2021 draft class in five years. Mm-hmm. No. And so it's not the most fair, but it's what you have to do when you're running an organization like this. So, mm-hmm. uh, But so right now, those three moves, all complete strikeouts. But then his other moves yep. aren't that good either right now. Oh, like what? Well, let's look at the draft classes that George Payton Mm -hmm. has had. And I went through and gave a very, very unscientific, good, bad, or like undecided for George Payton's draft classes. And I went back and I did it for all of John Elway's draft classes as well. And I got to say, I was stunned. And again, maybe I was too lenient for John, a Mm -hmm. little too hard. But for the most part, these numbers are pretty insane. 
for the George Payton draft classes, uh, I have 19 total picks. I have six good picks, three debatable picks, and 10 bad picks. That's a 37.5 hit percentage in the draft. For John Elway's drafts, he had 29 good picks, 48 bad picks, and three undecided. That's a 37.6% hit Mm -hmm. rate. So just, I think we all, and and I fall victim. This is what it's like, oh, George does great in the draft. Mm -hmm. John does terrible. Uh, According to, again, very unscientific, but Mm -hmm. maybe you you guys would give more to George. But still, Mm -hmm. it's not like he's hitting 60% where you're like, whoa, this guy doesn't miss. Mm -hmm. Um, And so let's just look at George Payton's drafts. How was the Pat Sertan pick? Very good. I actually went scientific with it. Oh, I like it. So I just used the pro football reference. Um, you guys both do this as a side project without talking <laughs> to each other about No, it? this is the project. This is the podcast. George Payton Day. Okay, fair <laughs> that, enough. That's the I, project. I didn't know there was a we were going for scientific dissection well, of only one of draft us class. So I, I think this was like nine days ago. I was like, we've uh-huh. gotta talk about George Payton yeah. because because I just kept seeing so many people just like blindly defending him. And I told you guys like it's making me like push against him. Yep. Right. And, and so, so I want to make sure that, that I'm not just doing that. But so mm-hmm. I, I've been ready for this conversation. All right, yep. great. So what I did, I just used the pro football reference AV, which is like the esti- appro- approximate value, not estimate. That's an E. Okay. Um, but I just took the, the five players drafted right before, five players drafted right after, and got the ranking out of those 11, including him. So for Sertan. Wait. So for Pat Sertan, okay. you're taking the... Picks. Top five picks in five right to in 15. Okay. Right. Four to okay. and averaging them out or something? Um, just seeing where he ranks. Value. Gotcha, gotcha, value. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So he's tied for sixth through eighth. So essentially right 10. where he should be. He's average. Yep. Yeah. So average oh, okay. would be gotcha, six gotcha, exactly gotcha. out of 11 because you see. count him too. Yep. So, I mean, and that's because you have Justin Fields there. You have Micah Parsons is in that range. Yep. Like it turns out as of right now, pretty average pick for that spot. Based Fair on enough. the guys around them. And, and Were the there way... any busts in that group? J.C. Horn. Is he a bust? I mean, he's the furthest along the bust path, okay. probably. One pick before Pats are 10. Yeah. Like that, that's a big miss <laughs> for the Panthers yeah. right there. That is tough, because yep. that's the same position, too. Yep. Yeah, I, I could be wrong about this, but I kind of remember talking about those two in the leading up to the draft and being in like being very... Very much on the Pat Sertan. I was side. also on yeah. Sertan. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Nobody's I was. going to go check. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could yeah. be very wrong because I want to say maybe J.C. Horn had the higher. He was like tools year. Um, what's my favorite uh, draft stat? R.A.S. Yeah, he <laughs> definitely yes, did. Yes, yes. He did. I, he was and like that might have that might have gone away a long way for me. But I just remember watching Sertan. You know, anyone that plays at Alabama, you actually see them play, and you're just like, oh, that right, guy is right, just right. always in position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you just never really saw him though on the field because he was just never thrown to. <laughs> um, okay, so an average pick. Yeah. And so for me, and and people may not like this at all. Um, I think I put that one in the undecided, just because. Fields was there. Yeah, there were two quarterbacks there, and that is like – but we actually talked about it. That's not hindsight 2020. It's it's mm-hmm. hindsight now because the Broncos got Russ, but now Russ is bad that you look at that. Mm-hmm. But also a top 10 pick that you use for a corner isn't like the most difficult thing ever to do. Mm-hmm. No. So and, and as we kind of talked about all of last year, great player, 
questionable bad pick. Ryan, you're smiling as you're wearing your CU gear. Yeah. And on national TV, they just have Deion Sanders going this, this whole time. Every show I've been on when there's ESPN on, they just show <sighs> Deion Sanders wearing Buffs gear. And every time you're smiling. Hey, I'm wearing the same uh, hoodie as Deion Smith in that. No. Oh. Oh. Are you about to, did he tell you to, to leave too? Yeah. Jump in the portal? <laughs> no, he said uh, they have to jump in the portal because they've been disappointing me. Uh, that's true. Yes. That's actually yes, true. Yes. Yep. He knows. He knows your emotions. This um, is all for you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Prime. <laughs> all for you. Um, anyways, the Pat Sertan pick, I'd like to give it a little more credit. Yeah. If I can just block out those two bad weeks he yep. had. Because it's like, okay, that's an elite player. Yeah. yeah. Top you got him number 10. Yeah, exactly. So... I would personally rank that as a hit, yep. but I understand the hesitation, and we still are in the wait-and-see mode with Justin Fields. Like, yeah, Justin Fields no is now yep. trending towards fan franchise quarterback. Yes, yes, yep. yes. Um, now, that's the only one where I think there's really going to be debate. So let's just say that I yeah. switch that from undecided to an actual hit. Okay, maybe he's at 40% compared to John Elway's 37.6. Still not that much different. Yep. Um, oh, no, I just deleted all of my notes no you didn't Sh uh, shake your phone shake your there phone there we go i got it i got uh, it back Woo! wait really it, un <laughs> it, undo it undoes it you can undo like a d deleting something just by shaking yeah. your phone wow. yeah you just panic you shake wow that's good <laughs> um guys yeah. breaking yeah, news right now from adam schefter Big Bronco this stuff. is an adam schefter tweet shut up broncos have released veteran safety anthony harris oh yeah stings for anthony gonna miss him it's because he's a George Payton guy. Oh, yikes. Oh. I thought you were going to say Kareem Jackson for a second. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, Broncos release and from Schefter, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Anthony. Good scoop, Shefty. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You got, you got rap on that yep. one. <laughs> um, I bet rap doesn't even follow up with that. <laughs> um, okay. Do you have the scientific for all the picks? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that let's, let's go through. Javante, for me, I had is a, is a good pick. Yep. Um, but. Remember, they traded up in the second round True. for a running back. A lot of people were like, good player, but like a lot of national people were like, great player, but not great value. So I still gave Javante the good here. As but you absolutely like, should. But, mm. but, but like in terms of, it kind of goes back to the Pat In terms of like value, it, it's not the hardest pick. Right now, well, up until he got hurt, I would say good pick. Okay. But True. in the end, picks have to be on a four-year scale, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would put it in the we'll see because we have no idea how he's going to come back. And if he comes back and he can't go and he's not the, the guy anymore, then it's going to end up being a bad pick. And you can say, well, it's just bad luck. No, this is why you don't trade up for running backs because they are very they just get hurt yeah mm -hmm. it, it, it it's a it's a good point so now if you did that you're back with me he, yep. he's mm -hmm. exactly a john elway drafter yep henry what's the science say he's two of 11 okay greg russo's in front of him okay yes right. so a, a good pick good pick there. but again like they'll keep tailing off for the rest of this season that's right. true yeah i don't think anybody was too close uh quinn minerts uh a third round guard mm -hmm. who's a starter right now i i said good pick um mm -hmm. Using, I, I'm just going to go back to this. So using a third round pick on a guard, that's probably about where you should be. So it's not like it's a, a steal of the draft. The thing is, yeah, half of draft picks wind up missing. Uh -huh. So if you hit, that's a plus. He uh, He's number two of 11 also. Spencer okay. Brown is in front of him. That's so back-to-back Bills beat him, which is interesting. That is interesting. Let's see if it yeah. happens again. It's Baron actually kind of impressive to be up there with them because yeah. it's like anyone who goes to play for the Bills, 
is going to be a part of a lot of wins, yep. which I assume helps the stack. Has to factor in somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brandon Bean, or I'm sorry, I was thinking of the Bills GM. <laughs> um, uh, Baron Browning, good pick. I mean, a, 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 a great pick. Yep, tied for second and third. Okay, that's a really good yep. pick. Caden Stearns, right now I said good pick. Uh, but T- tied through fifth, tied for fifth through eighth. Okay, so, so we could average go pick. average, undecided yep. kind of p- push that. Uh, Jamar Johnson, bad pick. Tied fifth for, through eleventh. Wow. Ow. That's crazy. A whole bunch of busts right there. Yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, but that's the thing. Is like <laughs> with zero was that? fourth round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fourth round. Seth yeah, Williams. Guys who didn't but do I anything. just mean he added no value to anything. This is the ever. crazy one. Zero no. value. Yeah, Seth Williams. I mean, seventh rounder, so not as crazy. Tied second through eleventh. But there's a caveat. So this was with well, your uh, training camp catches in this. <laughs> no, I mean because they're all zero. Like they've all oh, done okay. nothing. Oh, okay. Because like seventh rounders. But Quincy Roche makes it third through eleventh. I was going by like with the team that drafted you, so I think he got cut during camp and mm. then got pulled back somewhere else. Okay, so technically third, I guess. Okay, wild. Kerry Vincent Jr. Yeah. tied four through eleventh again, seventh round. Dude did nothing. But he got but again, traded. And okay, true. Okay. I don't think that's counted in this. No, but they're they're he all actually zeros. Brought value to the Broncos because most seventh rounders do nothing. Right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> Seventh round that did something. Jonathan Cooper, obviously, good pick. Yep, and he's first. I was gonna say if he's yes. not number one, I'll yeah. be shocked. He is number one. And then Marquis he, Spencer, bad pick. Six through eleven. So half again, half those guys just bust. Yeah. Was he king of the game, Jonathan Cooper? Um, Jonathan Cooper, no. Our king of the game was Justin Simmons. Two picks. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah Jonathan yeah, yeah. Cooper would have been right up there though. Dude, every mm-hmm. time he plays, he just makes plays. I can't believe it's crazy thinking back it to is. like training camp when we're talking like, yeah, he might be on the bubble to get yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah. And even then, we were saying like, that's crazy because he's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and there was just, I mean. He just he doesn't even get hype when he's like the yeah. third he's the backup. He has to be starting and actually playing to for them to be like, Oh yeah, he's good. It's yeah. Wild, dude. That guy makes plays. He it, does. It 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 is wild. So arguably best pick from George Payton so far. In terms of value. Seventh rounder. And you got like a marginal starter, good backup. They almost cut him because of Nick Benito. It's wild. it's so true. And <laughs> let's talk about that pick. Uh um Mm-hmm. massive swing and a miss as of now but we have to grade as we as we see now nick benito the first pick in the draft for the broncos a second round pick should be a starter on yeah, your team nick benito uh despite you losing your top three guys at his position he has still done nothing this year and in fact you didn't have your top two guys this past week and he was still the backup so essentially mm-hmm. nick benito right now is the fifth string or i guess you could say third string behind yeah. four other guys he played one snap this past week yep it is worth noting the guys drafted after him luke fortner don't know anything about him brian asamoa has two tackles this year as an outside linebacker uh joshua as a Udu. again i don't know i think martin emerson nicholas petit frere so those are the five right there but again I mean, it's a bad pick it's a bad pick but there's a bunch of other bad picks right there. But, I mean, at this point, you would have been way better off just drafting Greg Dulcich so you wouldn't have had to sweat it. True. <clears throat> yeah, I will True. say... Abe Lucas at, was eight picks later. That would have been a great one. Right. I will say, as of this last week, um, that is probably one, the worst matchup in the NFL for the current version of Nick Benito because it requires yeah. all this discipline and, True. you know, where your eyes are. Matt, like. When they're playing the Colts, you know, against Matt Ryan, it's like, yeah, put Benito out there, let him speed rush on third downs. Like that doesn't make sense. Yes, uh, this Sunday. Yep. No, that's that's very true. But it's not like he's done anything else. Nope. Yeah. Th- mm-hmm. th- this season, um, Greg Dulcich, obviously, great pick. Yep. Yeah. Right now. Yep. Um, Damari Mathis. What does he ring? We don't have numbers for oh, those yet. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. okay. 
Uh, Damari Mathis, another great pick. Yes. Good, I mean, fourth good, good pick. Good. Fourth yeah, yeah, yeah. rounder, and he's a good starter. Yep, yep, a solid yep. starter. Um, any, up until this past two weeks, bad pick. I mean, he hasn't been yep. active for more games than not. Now, again, mm-hmm. he could change it, but right now, not a good pick. Yeah, yeah. my experience with him this season has been, oh, he's out there. Right, mm-hmm. e- exactly, <laughs> yes. Uh, 100%. One for two in the fourth round, though, great rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yep. now let's continue. Uh, d- uh, Turner Yell, bad. I mean, Mm-hmm. Not active. As One pick now, in of front now. of Tariq Woolen. Oh, that's brutal. That's the bad part. That's what's terrible. That is brutal. Yep. I don't understand how that happens. Yep. I was saying I want Woolen at the Nick Benito spot. Yep. And yeah. If that was it had happened, we'd be saying amazing yep. pick. Yep. 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 Exactly. We would have been. How does the entire NFL not see that? I don't know. Could you imagine he and Pat Sertan? Pretty crazy. Yeah, they, that, that would have been crazy. They'd, I don't know, give up 10 points to the Ravens or something. <laughs> <laughs> and still find a way to lose. Um, Mantra Washington, man, I loved it at first, but it's yep. not a good pick right now. No, again, Kyle Phillips right after him. I guess he hasn't really done much. Kyron Williams is getting some run. He'd be nice to have right now. And then these other guys, I mean, it, it's tough, but for the most part, Luke Wattenberg, bad. Um, Fayon mm-hmm. Hicks, bad. And then a, a bright pick, just like Jonathan Cooper, Matt Henningsen. Good pick. True. Yep. yep. Had a sack of Justin Herbert? Someone big. Um, yes. Who was that? Yeah, he had a good sack. Yeah. He did. <laughs> I think it was Herbert. It might have been. They all kind of run together. Yeah. They 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 really do. So, so that's kind of looking. Through. I just remember being in like a packed bar. Um, so it had to be early. <laughs> oh, oh, man, had to be very early. <laughs> well, no, no, the, we, we had some good turnout for most of the season until they really, really, really fell off. Yep. I mean, the Broncos really fell off. Um, so that's kind of looking at the draft classes. And let's dive into other moves that George Payton has made because I'll argue that those have been even more disappointing because the draft's the draft, not, not, yeah. not terrible. Draft's been um, good, I think. I mean, running I, I through. I think it hasn't been as great, though. 2021 was awesome. I don't think you can argue that one. Again, like there's some misses in the late rounds, but like Sertan, Javante, Quinn, Barron, even Caden to start the draft. Then you have Jamar Johnson. I guess it's just uh, it, in order to say great, it's how you view those first two picks. Do you view them as like, okay. True. Javante got hurt. Pr- pr- Javante, but also like Pat. He's mm-hmm. a corner. Pretty much everyone's top mm-hmm. pick on the board. You also had Micah Parsons there. Pat True. Sertan has been great. Micah Parsons has been in the defensive player of the yep. year conversation as a rookie, and he's probably going to win it this year. Yep. Yeah. And and I don't want to do that for every pick no, and say, I like, mean, you could have got this guy. But Micah Parsons, it's not like he went a round later. He went two picks later. There was, was also a good, solid good. pick. Legitimate character concerns about Micah Parsons. True. Yep. It's very true. It's very true. true. Um, and before we go any further, I got to tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery, where it is Christmas ale season. Let's go. And any, anytime you go to a friend's house, uh, a party in these next couple weeks, stop by liquor store, get yourself a Christmas ale mini keg. Those things are so much fun. Great thing to bring over, whether you're watching a football game or just hanging out with friends, bring over a Christmas ale keg. I don't know how to explain this other than like, if you're the Christmas ale mini keg guy. You score so many party it's, points. It's very true. Yes. Yep. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's the guy who brings Christmas ale mini cakes to the party. Like, yep. yeah, that guy is awesome. Yeah, you're invited to everything <laughs> yeah. now. And, and, and the mm. thing is, like, I can't think of any other brand or anything or any other beer that just has, like, a staple mini keg. 
It, when you think of it, it's Breckenridge Brewery. And of course, if you don't, if you just want to come by the bar, we've got Breck's everywhere here. And if you want to find out where to get that mini keg, go to breckbeer.com and you can look for their Breck Beer Locator. Yep. Uh, also, get on over to Game Time. I'm headed to the Avs game on Friday. We still call them the Avs, even when they don't have any oh, of their players. The Rudo, intro, <laughs> Rudo introed the pregame show last night by saying, Welcome into the Colorado Eagles pregame show. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's not. Like Nate's gone now too. Like they're just down to nothing. It's tough. It's more uh, more than half of their lineup is gone. Now. It sucks because it was already tough to be too invested in like the regular season. Yeah. Um, because it's just like, well, they won the Stanley yeah. Cup. Like we'll, we'll see what happens at the playoffs. Um, and now they like, I'm turning on the game and seeing players I've never heard. Exactly. Of. I was just gonna say like maybe we should play a game where I just name a player and you tell me if he's on the Avalanche or not. <laughs> yeah, it's actually <laughs> insane. Real <laughs> person or not. But yeah, uh, game time Friday. I have a feeling that the tickets I bought last night might have been cheaper had I waited until Friday just because there's fewer and fewer Avalanche players they're mm. supposed to play by the day. But it is what it is. Still got an awesome deal. I still like I looked around. I shopped around game time. Always the best deals. Always the best answer. Uh, if you're trying to get to the game, it, they specialize in like same day ticket sales. They drop their prices before um, so many great deals for the Avs, for the Nuggets on Saturday, for the Broncos. Um, get on over to game time. Make sure you do that by using the link in our description below this show. And also the link in the uh, um, description in the podcast as well. There you go. Boom. Uh, also, just a shout out to us here at DNVR. Yes. Uh, lots of great and exciting things happening here. Uh, we still have the World Cup games on. Uh, we're still open for those. A crazy result this morning as Morocco took down Spain in penalties. Um, Moroccan goalkeeper. <laughs> had crazy saves like that dude is literally a legend forever now which that yes. type of stuff fires me <clears throat> fires me up when that happens in sports um but we've also got the nuggets takeover going on this weekend um we are blowing up with buffs coverage we've got all the the broncos coverage you could ever want on the website so just check out everything we're doing here um it's impossible for me to explain to people who ask oh what does your company do because yeah. there's just so many things. So check out the merch, all of it, uh, dnvrlocker.com. There's something for everyone. There is. There and is. Uh, George Payton has had a lot of free agent moves. And whether it's re-signing his own guys <laughs> or going into the free agency pool, uh, he's had a lot. And let's break those moves down. Last year, when he took over, here's the moves he made. And you guys tell me good or bad when I say it. Re-signing Kareem Jackson. Eh. Eh. Okay. Yep. Eh. <laughs> Kyle Fuller. Wait, we're talking last season? 2021. Yes, yes, okay. yes. That was good. That, yeah, yep. Kareem was good last year. I, this, I agree. This year, agree. Eh. Kareem good this year. Totally agree about this. Or last year and agree yep. about this year. Kyle Fuller. Bad. Didn't work. Very, Look at how much did they pay him? Do you have the numbers? Million. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. It, it was a ton. Yeah, very bad. Justin Simmons re-signed to be, the at the time, the highest paid safety in the NFL. Has not paid off in the way that you would have wanted, but... He did lead the lead safeties yeah. and interceptions last year. Yeah. He's probably going to be up there this year. He's got two what helps. four? He has yeah, yes, no so, three. So three. he just had the two this week and the one against yep. uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yep, exactly. Yep. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I mean, still three yeah. will yeah yeah at least get you in the conversation if you get a couple more. Yeah. It's a little disappointing, but yeah. I mean, it's tough not to be a little disappointed when you're the highest paid player at your position. It, it's true. I, I have <laughs> good but expensive. Yep. Yeah, I just I can't get past the tackling this year. True. Uh, that's been wild. Yes. It's really rough. Yes. It's very weird. So we agree on that. Ronald Darby last year? 
Good. Good last hurt, year. Though. Good hurt, though. Hurt, though. Yeah. You have to factor in the hurt. But you do have to factor in the whole contract. Right. Was he healthy all of last year? Not the whole Most year. Most of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, not the whole year. Okay. Eh. Shelby Harris. Give it a C. Shelby Harris re-signing last year was a good good, uh, good move. Yep. And then Mike Boone. Nothing. Yeah. Doesn't I, matter. I, I agree. So, like, Doesn't some matter. hits, some misses. Um, I had three good, two not bad, really any... one uncertain. Yeah, yeah. Not really any massive hits, though. No, no. No, I mean, the Justin Simmons one was like he was right there in your mm-hmm. building. Yeah. Um, so I, I agree. No, nothing crazy, though. Um, now, this year, I think it's a lot worse for George mm-hmm. Payton. Uh-oh. Randy Gregory. Not good so far. Was can, really good for a minute and then gone. It's just tough. I mean, He shouldn't play the rest of the year, by the way. Oh, absolutely Agreed. Not. But again, like I would rather have Randy Gregory on his contract than have re-signed Bradley Chubb. Or what about Chandler Jones? <laughs> exactly. Or so, what about Von Miller, who yeah. still has like uh, 10 yeah. sacks this season? That's or such even a more long contract, and, though. And he's hurt. Randy Gregory, I mean, five years. I know you can but get out But you can get out after two. two. Here's my biggest thing with Randy Gregory, and I can't believe you guys are being this nice about it. Mm-hmm. If he was a guy that typically plays all yeah. the time and he just got a freak injury, those things True. happen. And I think we're going to talk about uh, some of those cut coming up. He's a guy that's just injured all the time, and you signed him yep. knowing you were going to get that, and they got mm-hmm. that. And to they me, signed him while he was injured. That too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and to me, with that contract, if he plays half the games, you're getting a good deal on that contract, and he's not going to play half the games. Half. So you're saying he's, he's getting he's, half the money of a premier pass rusher. You're saying he's valued at twenty eight million dollars a year. Probably more like twenty four if he plays every game. Like he he would be top rate pass rusher money. If he if if he played every game, Henry, he's never had a double digit sack season because he's always hurt and suspended. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get your point. Yeah, like uh, I think you're you're paying half because of that. I, if he played half, I'd say it's solid even contract. So right, but he, he has not. So right now, with, with that logic, I mean, he's what had three sacks this year. Yep, it's and bad right three now. Three forced fumbles. He yep. was so disruptive. Though. Exactly, he was. But that's a bad deal. Uh, no, no, yep, as of okay. right now, it's okay. bad. Yep. Okay, DJ Jones. Good. Even. Solid. You've, you've gotten what you expected because he's right at 10. Yep. I, I, I would say good, but not like great value. They paid about the right, right amount yep. for him. He's a hard guy to appreciate what True. everything he does. Yep. Again, like the run defense has been so good for the most part. <sighs> oh, no, it hasn't. You don't think so? The run defense? Yeah. For the Over most the part. the past like six weeks, it's completely broken down. I mean, it, it, that's when it's been at its worst. But again, I mean, you look at the we're Josh only, Jacobs game. like 12 weeks. Definitely. So we're talking about half the season. And for half of down. the season, you're giving up like 60 yards a game or whatever. They, well, they've got, what, five more games to break the tie? They, they, they do, do, and it's not trending in the right direction. True. That is for sure. Uh, Josie Jewell. Good. Very uh, He's been healthy enough. Very, very good. Yep, I, I agree. love Josie Jewell. Oh, me too. Yeah, it, <laughs> and uh, Alex Singleton, who we can talk about right now. I love Alex that's, Singleton even more than yeah, I love Josie Jewell. Really good a, deal. A, a great signing. A, a great signing, and that's yeah, I, that's a great signing. Tom Compton. Mm-hmm. Really quick, someone DM me said we we should call them the Bash Brothers. It's pretty legit. The Bash Brothers. Wow. I don't know. I like what you and Eric came up with on the uh, watch along. The poster children. The, the poster children, because you have the <laughs> outlaw. And the uh, headliner, and the headliner, yes. The headliner yeah. is what I'm calling Alex Singleton. And do you, do you want to explain why, Ryan? Because the Broncos put him on their game day poster, and yeah. everyone freaked out over it. It was like, <laughs> wow, Alex Singleton is the most <laughs> notable player on the team. That was <laughs> funny in itself, <laughs> but it was. got even funnier when then the Broncos yep. self quote tweeted, yep. 
to then dunk on what they would uh, call not real fans, which are people who don't know that they change up the game day poster every week. Yeah, people who follow the Twitter account <laughs> religiously. Yes. No, 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 no. Take notes on their actions. Oh, no, no, my no, no, gosh. No. Too, too funny. Um, so we like both of those I moves. I want to expound on that a little bit. Yeah. Because I think it just shows how bad everything is up there right uh, now. Ah, that's a really good point. Oh, boy. <laughs> the just fact too that touchy the, and sensitive. The fact that the Denver Broncos Twitter account is responding to what's happening in their mentions is mm -hmm. a really bad sign of just, like, everyone is so beaten down and sick of negativity yep. and losing and bad moods. And it's uh, I, I really thought that was, like, a... A microcosm mm -hmm. of what's going on, and yeah. I think like you, like you were uh, saying on the watch along, there's so many checks and balances, especially before sending out a tweet like that. Yep. Mm -hmm. For it to be like okayed. Yeah. And I mean, didn't they? Didn't they even sign it? Like it was like signed, and then I don't know who they yeah, signed the it by. Like the, the, the team. Yeah, signed or... admin. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, tough. It was bad luck. Tough. It was <laughs> a really bad luck. <laughs> um. Okay. Tom Compton. It doesn't matter. Bad. Gave him a vetman deal and hasn't done anything. Um, Billy Turner. Bad. 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 Yeah. Um, Cam Fleming. Good. Good. Now put all of the right tackles together. Bad. Awful. Just because yes. you need to invest more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, but they decided to go three players at like <laughs> that is true. minimum smaller deals yep. as opposed so to actually six trying mil to, to go one. for one. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Billy Turner was also hurt when they signed him. Right. True. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They signed two guys who were hurt. For her, mm -hmm. a, a lot of money. Yeah. I won't do the math in my head right now. And about twenty mil. Mm -hmm. Guess what? They got two guys that were hurt. Yep. Shocking. Sure Kwan Williams. Very good. Very good. I agree. I, I, yeah, he hasn't missed enough time yet to not be very good. He's yeah. he's close to getting knocked down just a good though. Does he has he created a turnover? Yes, he picked Fourth. off uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. He also had the at the end of the game. Okay. To beat Jackson. The tip that Caden Stearns picked off. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. I think 49ers. I was going to say that's the one sack, thing that's missing for me, but um, just because he was he led he has the most forced fumbles of any player on the Broncos in his career. <laughs> that so is that's insane. what I was looking forward to is the punch outs. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Especially with the cast this year. Oh, I know. That would have been perfect. Thor's hammer. Pat Sertan joked about it last week. He said I told him just to keep playing yes. with it even when he's not hurt cuz he's so good with it. Um, now we we can roll through these guys, Calvin Anderson. Meh. Bring him back to be a backup. He's been a backup. Well, he's, yeah, yeah. Um, eh. Josh Johnson. Yeah, again. No. You, bad. You brought him in to be your backup, and he lost to Brett Rubin. That's fair. Yep. Yeah, um, sure. Eric Tomlinson. That's my guy. It's I not. Mean, <laughs> but again, like Vetman, he's done his, He's done what you expect of he him. He hasn't. He hasn't been a good blocker. He hasn't been great. Like he's You brought him in to be a great blocking tight end, and yeah. he hasn't been good. I would call yeah. that one But But, like, a great blocking tight end is Mercedes Lewis, who's going to make $6 million, $5 million. Whatever he's making, you know. Mercedes Lewis has some ability to catch the ball. When the Broncos signed him, know. he had one catch last season. We were expecting True. zero from that department. I guess my thought on this is, if you're gonna do that, you could also just put a tackle out there. True. That's like true. you could use Calvin Anderson in that same position. Right. Mercedes Lewis has three catches for twenty yards this year. Yeah, he's like. 80. Hasn't he done more in the past though? Yeah, he was yeah, at yeah. two fourteen yeah. last yeah. year. Twenty years ago, when he was in his twenties. <laughs> What's he making this year? Oh, let me check. But la 20 this year, tw or, uh, not million, but yards. 214 year before, 107, 156, 39. Um, Mercedes Lewis salary. Um, J.R. Reed. I mean, we're talking about Mercedes? guys that don't matter that much. Um, but they paid J.R. Reed a million. Didn't do anything. 
Um, and then these two guys. Or do you want to talk about Mercedes? I just wanted to say he played with Maurice Jones-Drew at UCLA. That's insane. Yeah, it is crazy. He's 38. It's called Darrell. He recruited Yes, him. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's insane. Two years, $6 million. So three. Three. Yeah. I would rather have him for three than Tomlinson for one and a half or one whatever. Half. Right. One, whatever right, it right. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, now these last two. Kareem Jackson. Bad. Yeah, I, I agree for this year. Yeah, but, but mostly because you should have gone elsewhere. Right. Like, in terms of the value, you got, like, it's a, kind of a like marginal a, safety for low price. I'm about to say who the last one is, but I was going to say, it's it's kind of like a Melvin Gordon-esque thing. It's like, yeah. you just settled because it was something you knew, mm -hmm. and they were available. Yeah, and that's the last one is Melvin Gordon. And that's something yep. that I don't know if we or anyone has talked about enough when talking about George Payton moves. He brought him back last True. year. He that was a John Elway move, not George mm -hmm. Payton's fault. But George Payton saw it for an entire year, and then while Nathaniel Hackett didn't, and then George Payton said, "We're going to bring mm -hmm. you back." And we Which, talk about how much yeah. Melvin Gordon has cost the Broncos this year. Totally, he cost them two games last year. Yeah, Melvin yep. er, George Payton said, "Yeah, I'm sure it'll get better." Yeah, he cost them three games this year. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, exactly. The flip side though is that. For a backup running back, if you can get somebody cheap who was 11th in the NFL in rushing yards last year, it's tough to to pass that up, especially when you think Javante this time of year is going to be turning turning things up. Yes, but I'll just say when they re-signed him, what I said was the stakes are so much higher this year that the fumbles are going to hurt even more. Mm -hmm. And I would have just expected them to at least have yep. that conversation. He's 11th. Only three of the guys in front of him fumbled more last year. You take away those three games, they are six and seven. Right, yep. six and six and six. If they win, if they win all, all three of those games. If they win, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean that was bad. And then they're right there because, <clears throat> excuse me, the Chargers six and six right now. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Chargers have come back to earth. Yeah, well, they 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 really never took off. Yeah, exactly. To, to, they're to, just the Chargers. To to be fair, so there are it, George Payton's tenure, obviously in terms of the mm -hmm. moves he's made, has have not been drastically mm -hmm. awful. There's obviously good moves yep. he has made. But there's also it also hasn't been as perfect, and he really yeah. got a pass the first year, especially it was like let's wait and see what happens, mm -hmm. and then the three biggest moves he's made have all been massive disappointments, coupled mm -hmm. with some misses in in other mm -hmm. areas. So I just don't know how you look at this and just say he shouldn't be on the hot mm -hmm. seat, and we all agree that he absolutely should be on the hot seat, and I think mm -hmm. more people are coming around to that. But to me, where I stand, should he be fired? If you're gonna fire Nathaniel Hackett. You should probably move on from George Payton as well. And you think you can do better than George Payton? Yeah. Why, what why are not we go... talking about? Three and ten, and he's sw well, three he's and ten, yeah. swung and missed on the three biggest moves he's made. True. I absolutely again, I still think call those can. two, not three, but yeah, they're three different moves. Russell Wilson's all one though. They're you... always going to do that when they. Fight. That's just a part of the same thing. Well, Russell set a deadline and said, and it was brilliant yep. by by his camp and Mark Rogers. They set a deadline mm -hmm. of I think it was what August thirty first, August thirtieth, and said. You better get a deal yep. done by here. Or we're not That's talking throughout the season. But George, again, George Payton, it was going to happen. They're going to. I wish there was like a fax machine issue or something. Oh man, <laughs> he wouldn't that. I mean, nice. we even heard George Payton called him yeah. at, at eleven forty-five p.m. <laughs> to tell him that a deal yep. was done. Even just to push back on Cortland Sutton, like not a good deal. Again, what he's the twenty-sixth highest-paid receiver, twenty-fifth in receiving yards, thirty-first in catches. It's not. It's not what you expected. He's also, I think, first in drops, and the touchdowns are an issue. But it's not like that's like a straight F, horrible. He just hasn't lived up to it, you know? 
If you haven't lived up to it, it's not a good deal, though. No, it's not a good it's, deal. It's, 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 but again, it's not just like good, bad, black and white. No, yeah, certainly. Yeah. It hasn't been awful, but not a good deal when he signed him. Yep, not a good deal. No. Nope. Um, I guess you, uh, John Robinson's available. He is available. <laughs> and since yep. they took over, since he took over in 2016, um, I believe the Titans have like a, a, an amazing record. I, I can pull that up. But um, now there's someone on the market. Yeah, because my whole thing is don't fire someone unless you have a plan for who's better to replace them. Um, and you can certainly make the case that that now exists. It does in an obvious fashion, right? Because there's always, you know, you can take a swing. Um, but I don't know. I, uh, I'll be interested to see Mm -hmm. what happens. I, I don't think they're going to fire George Payton. Mm, Do they keep Nathaniel Hackett? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Really quick. Uh, the Titans have had a winning record every single year that yep. John Robinson's been there. Well, so you look at the what draft about class. Bef- Traylon Burks, not good. Roger McCreary, haven't paid attention. Nicholas Petit-Frere, I actually don't know about him either. Malik Willis? <laughs> Malik Willis? This is a like, bad, about, know this is bad but again, analysis. Like, from there, you know, Hassan Haskins is <laughs> on the field. Chigo Ziem Okonkwo, don't know who that is. He's not playing. Kyle Phillips, he was good in camp, has eight catches this season. Theo Jackson, Chance Campbell. Like, there's potentially two in there, and that's just because I haven't followed along to see if they're as good as we thought. Okay, the then let class. then let's look at the big moves that mm-hmm. that he's made as general manager. He came in with Marcus Mariota as yep. the number two overall pick. He was kind of yep. stuck with him, and he still was able to have a winning season for a year or two when he had him. And then even coupled with a tough situation with the quarterback, they were able to go mm-hmm. out and get Ryan Tannehill, not which I think is bad. Ooh, the way no. Ryan Tannehill You don't played. think so? It's been a it's successful been, move. For yes. Uh, yes, really? It, it has, yeah. You think that they, they don't regret doing that? You, no. you don't think they wish they would have drafted somebody instead? No, like because, they, they, because, their ceiling is not that good. Because they were in like the, the 20s, it, mid-20 picks. That this year. is the classic with, with debate them. with quarterbacks. It's like, if you didn't yeah. win a Super Bowl, was it a good move? Right. But get, like, and it's I one thing if you get Aaron Rodgers and don't win a Super Bowl. We get Ryan Tannehill and don't win a Super Bowl. But you got Ryan Tannehill and he took you from bad to good. Exactly. Did he do that, or was he along for the ride? Well, so let's talk about. They it. had the let's... number one overall pick. Yeah, yeah, and, and he replaced them and made them a lot better. While they did still get having better. that number, that 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 guy on your roster, yeah, um, and didn't like break the bank to do it. I mean, twenty million dollars is a lot, but what mm-hmm. wasn't the insane? But then let's look at the other. So I consider what mm-hmm. he did at quarterback a success for the circumstances he was in, and let's look mm-hmm. at the circumstance the Broncos are in. You're going to come in here and you're going to be tied to a quarterback mm-hmm. for a year or two. So if anyone knows how to deal with that situation, mm. it, it could be him. Um, and then let's let's look at the other move he made. Uh, he went with two years uh, with with Malarkey as the head coach. <laughs> he wasn't wow. that bad. Um, yeah, I mean nine and seven. He he fired him and hired Mike Vrabel. Yeah. How about that hire? It's a banger. Yeah, that, that is good. And that was kind of one mm-hmm. where. There are like NFL people who believe Mike Vrabel is a top three football coach. To me, it's hard to argue. Yeah. Again, the past two seasons, not including this year, 11 and 5, 12 and 5. And one of those years, he didn't have Derrick Henry and he didn't have a top tier quarterback either. I mean, just incredible coaching. So, um, Mm -hmm. so you look at this guy and I mean, just where are your standards at? And to me, the Broncos ownership is not tied to George Payton in any way. And I would have been thrilled being the Broncos' ownership coming into this mm-hmm. situation with George Payton, Russell Wilson. I would have been so thrilled. 
but now it's not working mm-hmm. at all. And we talked about this last week. If you fire George, or if you fire Nathaniel Hackett and you keep George Payton, mm-hmm. you're letting George Payton hire the next coach. But then what happens if you struggle again next year? You're not going to keep George Payton for a fourth year after no. that. You're going to move on from George Payton. Mm-hmm. Then what are you going to do? You're in this weird space where you're probably going to hire a new GM, and then are you going to stick him with that coach? for It's yeah. just such a weird space to be. That's why mm-hmm. I say if you're going to stick with George Payton, stick with the, the second biggest move that he made as well because you're already sticking with the first biggest move. I think that if they were to fire George Payton, it would be to do the Hank plan. Yeah. which is burn everything to the ground and starts from scratch. Mm. Uh, and they're basically saying, like, John Robinson, for example, is coming in yep. to save the day. He has a plan. His plan is trade Russ uh, for whatever, um, cut half the team, mm-hmm. save all this money, tank next year, and get Caleb Williams. Because at least you can sell, like, you can't say that out mm-hmm. loud, but you can tell the people on a vision, hey, we are going to burn this thing down and start from scratch. And this is the guy we want to lead us through that path rather than just like, hey, we're picking it. We're bringing in a new guy to pick the coach and make the draft picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and really good uh, comment coming in from Chris Kellogg, who says, I keep coming back to when the owners were asked what they thought of Peyton and Hackett. And they they tactically approved, but specifically said that they had to perform. And so mm-hmm. far, we haven't seen that. True. And they weren't even really they weren't even around for George Payton's good moves. Right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so all they've seen is him be bad. It, exactly. Exactly. So I'm someone in the comment section said I hate George Payton and I don't. Um, and like I said at the beginning of this, I was probably just going to be more so pushing one side of the argument just just to show that there <laughs> has been bad. Um if they roll with George Payton, it's not a, a drastic. It's not like the worst thing ever because he, no. he he's a great talent evaluator when it comes to being a scout. Yeah, he's a pretty good assistant general manager. Not a great one. The Vikings were never like fantastic when he was there, uh, outside of maybe like a year or two. But for mm-hmm. uh, for a decade, it's not like they were the powerhouse. But he's a good assistant general manager. Is he a general manager? So far, the track record doesn't say that he's like a fantastic one. Yeah. Oh, for two making the playoffs. That's really what you get judged on yep. in the end. Um, in the moves that he made, which looks like they were great moves, turned out to be horrible moves. So I don't know why anyone would say you hate George Payton. I felt like we all just had a very honest conversation about where George Payton mm-hmm. stands. And I don't even think you were that more okay, negative good. than You're I was. Good. Um, so it's the track record is not good. And if they fired him, I would completely understand it. Yeah. And it all just comes down to you wasted over a quarter billion dollars of our money. It's very true. And mm-hmm. then uh, one thing we didn't talk about, you traded for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. You gave up a top, a, a top 10 pick this year, the number nine overall pick for it. And next year, as of now, you're giving up the third overall pick. Yeah. And that right now is likely either going to be C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young because you have the Bears at number two. They're probably sticking with Fields, so they're probably going to take Will Anderson or another top defensive Mm -hmm. player, uh, and you're missing out on your young, potentially, like, great quarterback. Crazy, 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 crazy. The Broncos. Caleb Williams still better. (laughs) (laughs) Then next year's when you want that pick. That's something we could agree on. Um, By a mile. I, uh, yeah, this is, that, that's like, doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of this, but it does hurt 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, you can't be ignored. Right. Because it's the the Seahawks are going to be sitting there at, let's just, like, cross our fingers and say five yeah. on the clock. Uh, and it's just going to be like, wow. They are getting mm-hmm. that, and we have, um, a you know, a bag of used goods. Yep. It's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Man, I just never would have thought we were having this conversation in December. I would not have either. Um and we'll we'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting off season, as yep. they always are. It it certainly is. And you know what's really interesting that that I just came or that I've just started to realize? There's only 31 picks in this first round of the draft mm-hmm. this year. Why? Miami Dolphins got their pick forfeited. Oh. So on every mock draft, every draft board, there's a place for the Dolphins, and it just says forfeited. Wow. Yep. It's so bizarre. Huge dub for the Broncos. I feel bad yeah. for the 49ers, but Huge dub for them um, yep. that they're now down to their third string quarterback. And they probably will still make the playoffs, in my opinion, but they could very likely lose in the first round, which yep. gives you what, 24? Yep. Something At in that worst, area? I think it's like 20 to 23. Wait, how many teams lose in the six lose? Six lose now. In the first so round. So 20 to 25. Okay. There you go. Or no, wouldn't it be 18? Because there's 14 players. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. I was counting yeah, 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they could be at 18. 18. Especially to, if they wow. lose down the down the way to the playoffs and they have one of the worst records going into the playoffs, which they very well could. I'm very curious yeah. to see what Brock Purdy does because mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, if he can kind of build an offense around a quarterback with all the weapons he has. We're also only about an hour it, away from Baker Mayfield news. Yeah. He yep. does make it easy for them. I mean, Nick Mullins looked great. Yep. It's very true. We'll see. We'll see. I just, it's all fun and games until the playoffs. And it's, it's, it's not going to be pick 30, 31, 32. Yeah. And like, I guess they wouldn't have to play the Eagles, but whoever gets this, well, potentially like you're going to end up playing a team of that caliber. Right. uh, In the first round, most likely. Yep. Exactly. So yeah, like you said, it it stinks for Jimmy G. It stinks for the 49ers, but that's a reality. The Broncos live in and that's, that's now a good thing for him. Um, I've got some news about the Christmas Day game, but first I'm going to tell you about our friends over at Denver Health. Can the Broncos get flexed out of Christmas? They, uh, man, would that be a gift? Would that be the best Christmas <laughs> gift Honestly, that, the, yes. that the Broncos that the that the nation could be given? <laughs> Unfortunately, they can't be flexed out of that. Um, but you can go to Denver Health and get some what. I'm just curious what the news is going to oh, be. Oh, it's the best tease ever. It, it's very interesting news, I got to say. But first, go over to Denver Health, where open enrollment is going on. You can get plans that start from now through January 15th to get in. It, it's really smart thing to have health insurance. And <laughs> they have very many different types of health plans that you can get. Um, and they have plan members that have options to receive care at any of their 10 family health centers in the Denver area or at the main hospital outpatient medical center at Denver Health. They also have new virtual mental health options called Elevate Mind. It's available 24-7 at the cost of a normal copay, which is great, and it's a convenient resource for mental health. So check them out. You can visit them at www.denverhealthmedicalplan.org. You can call them today, 303-602-4912. Open enrollment runs from November 1st to January 15th, and if you enroll by December 15th, your coverage begins on January 1st. So make sure to check them out over over at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. And go on out to Infinity Park in Glendale and watch your American Raptors. Really, all of our American Raptors. Yes, they are our American Raptors. All of of America's Raptors. America's team. 
America's team. That's what they're called. Uh, they went down there to what did we decide? Columbia. 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 Yeah. Yep, Columbia, the country, uh, not the city in South Carolina or the city in Missouri. Wow. I wonder if there's a Columbia, Columbia, or a Columbia, Colorado. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, so down in Columbia, they played a rugby game a couple months ago. We're still talking about it. Who isn't? It was a classic. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you go over to AmericanRaptors.com, uh, you can get tickets to all their matches. You can uh, get, you can watch their games. You can follow along with DNVR Rugby and uh, see what Colton Strickler is up to covering America's team, the American Raptors, who take athletes from other sports, teach them how to play rugby, and hopefully get them onto the U.S. national team, which trains at the same facilities in Glendale. And also shout out to our friends over yeah. at DraftKings yeah. Sportsbook, uh, which we actually do talk about on a daily basis Me here too. at the office, on and off air. Um, so many great, great deals over at DraftKings Sportsbook, including bet five on any money line and get $150 in free bets. Um, tons and tons of boosts. Uh, the best part about the holidays is they always like give an extra fun boost during the holidays. Like mm. you'll get a Christmas boost and you'll get a new year's boost. Um, there'll be stuff for the college football playoff and all that stuff. So um, to me, it is the number one way to enhance your viewing experience, especially if you don't care uh, about the outcome of the game. Otherwise last night, me and Dre sat here on bets. We said, okay, this game is going to be super boring. How can we profit off of that? We put together <laughs> an SGP that was under in the game, under on Brady passing yards, <laughs> under on uh, Dalton passing yards, under on the touchdown scored by the or yeah uh, by the Saints, under on the touchdown scored by the Buccaneers, and one fumble to be lost in the game, and it all hit. No wow. way. The, even the Brady yards at the end hit? Yep. Oh, wow. heck yeah. It was like 304. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh my! Against the Saints? Wow! Yeah. Incredible. What were the odds? Uh, like plus seven hundred oh or so. Oh my gosh, that is absurd. So Great that's hit. that's always fun to follow. Like we made a boring game fun by being able to cheer for it to be boring. Yep. Yep. Wow. And uh, um, what was that? It. Oh yeah. Just get over there. Use the code DNVR when you sign up. Uh, and of course, age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call one 800 Perfect segue because, Ryan, you talk about boring games. And the Broncos are going to have what appears to be a real stinker on Christmas Day when Again. the probably 4 and a 10 Broncos play the 4 and 10. Actually, no, I, th I have them 3 and 11 at that point. I think they're going to beat the Rams, so then they'll be 4. But. Three and eleven, uh, playing. I believe the probably three and eleven uh, Rams as well. How do you make that game interesting on Christmas when uh, there may be more of a family crowd watching? Ah, uh, the Nickelodeon yeah, shit. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> the Broncos are going to be slime. Yes, yeah, slime time. Well, they're oh, prime time. Yeah. The Broncos are in slime time. You know the the country. You should start that. Country's <laughs> going to pick up on that because that's what that game is going to be. Let's yeah. go. So the I don't think gonna there's going to be a slime though. Why? I'm pretty sure they only do that for touchdowns. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's a touchdown thing. They probably have time to create a graphics package for, like, interception slime and Yeah, they need to flip it around yeah. so slime is bad, which it should be, right? Oh, every punt? Yeah, like a punt slime. Oh, yeah. So drop past slime. gets slimed every exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> slime yeah. coreless. Are they going to slime just he the, the head coaches every time there's a punt because they're both <laughs> offensive guys? Hackett gets slimed. McVeigh gets slimed. Wow. Where was, who tweeted this? Uh, CBS announced it. Okay. CBS. Yep. CBS. Um, it is on CBS. NFL. Or NFL something. on CBS. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's some fun thing that you can look forward to on Christmas. How many games are the Broncos going to win? 
Maybe that's, that might be a full podcast. That is a full podcast. Maybe even tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. There maybe, we go. Maybe it will be. Um, but before we get to tomorrow's pod, we got to hit some comments that are left on our website and our show, of course. Let's hit some super chats first. First one coming in from YGO. Brandon says, John always spent years whiffing in the draft. It's what it seems like. And mm-hmm. uh, But like I said, I went through all of his, and, and he had a pretty similar hit rate as um as george payton has so far i'm not going to go through every pick but i'll just read Mm -hmm. off some of john elway's draft classes i have hit miss and Mm -hmm. undecided 2011 5 3 and 1 2012 5 and 2 2013 2 and 5 wait you had tebow as a hit um (laughs) right is he he must have won the five no john didn't draft him he's the oh oh, so say he's the best quarterback the Broncos have ever oh, drafted. Oh, yeah, that was right yeah. before. Yeah, yep. yeah, it, it, exactly. Um, 2014, three and three. 2015, one and eight. Really tough from John. That is tough. 2016, five and three. 2017, one, six and one. Another tough year. Then three and seven, three and three, one, eight and one. So John had some horrible draft years. We only got one pick right. Which one was his best? Um, I'm just curious. I had five and two in 2012. Okay, I'm just curious who was in that one. 12 Broncos draft. What? <laughs> oh, just waiting for the thing to load. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 2012 draft I had, and also 2011, 5, 3, and 1. So both of those are close, okay. but 2012 was 5 and 2. Yeah. Hank, Hank's going to put me on the test here. No, I'm just saying, like. It was unfair to John. I like how you just picked a random one. The best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 2012, no, I, best I like one. It. Yeah, let, let's see. Uh, Derek Wolf. I said good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Brock Osweiler. Good at football. Yes. Yeah. Let's good, so good football. Push player. it. Yeah, Brock yeah, yeah. Osweiler. <laughs> also um, second round. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> said good since he helped. I, As, he did yeah. help the Broncos win a championship. It's hard to. to it's not a pick I like. That. But yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. it did turn out to be good. Ronnie Hillman. Um, starter. Bad. Bad. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay. Bad. Yeah. I mean, he almost had 2,000 career yards. Just crazy. When you think back on Ronnie Hillman, it feels like he'd less. Uh, Omar Bolden. Um, bad. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Again, fourth round pick happens. Philip he was Blake. a good special teams player. Philip Blake, no. Yeah. Uh, Malik Jackson in the yep. fifth. Good. Great. Danny Trevathan in the yep. sixth. Great. That's the class. Yeah. It's a good class. Yeah. yeah. It's not better than 2021. Um, to be also, which again, way, you have another way pick. Way fewer picks. Yeah. But you take Sertan out. You Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Broncos also didn't have a first round pick in that draft. Just, yeah. Just. Why? And still, it was a really good mm-hmm. for Tebow, right? Probably. Oh god, is that what it they was? traded up for him, man. Or was that Alfonso Smith? Oh, could have been that. No, it doesn't look like it's Alfonso Smith either. That would have been like 2009. Why didn't they? No, they traded out. They traded out. And oh yeah, they traded back oh. for for Derek Wolf. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. All right, um, we move on to questions and on the website. Yes, let's do that. We got the super chat, right? Um, we did not get this one from oh. Jared, who says Russell Wilson versus John Wolford on Christmas Day. <sighs> what have we done? Who's what, better? what happened to Bryce Perkins? Nobody knows. What kind <laughs> of question is that? Can't just throw that out there. That's when you have to study for it. Did he get hurt? No, I think he's playing. So I think it's Russ versus Bryce Perkins. What did they do this past week? Obviously lost, I assume. <laughs> I, well, they, I they, they played, the, they played uh, the Seahawks, and I believe mm-hmm. they had at some point in that game a lead, and then Seahawks came back and won. Would you take John Wolford or Brett Rippon? Oh, I, I have no idea. About John <laughs> oh, John Wolford did start this last game. He was 14 of 26 with 178 yards and two picks. So a push. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's about it. What uh, happened to Bryce? I don't know. He Maybe went, they're just playing musical quarterbacks. Um, uh, oh, that must be it. They're uh, classic Rams. They move. may have a new quarterback this afternoon. I think the Rams oh. will. I think we're going to be looking at Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield on that game. Hey, that'd that be game. spicy. Uh, I take yeah Broncos three and eleven or whatever it is. Oh no, three and twelve. Three and twelve. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. We may have to talk about this. We on might need to podcast. talk about how this many tomorrow. games are the Broncos going to win the rest of the season? Bri- Baker Mayfield only has to lead one touchdown drive. That's just crazy. He, might, he needs a <laughs> field goal crazy. drive, too. He does. He does. Aaron Donald in the middle going against the Broncos line. But, like, Russ used to make magic against Aaron Donald. He did. He used to. He used I, to. I mean, <laughs> but the thing is, he used to be faster than Aaron Donald. No, but he used to have receivers that were open once he ran away from him. Because they, could, they were fast. They could, they could run. The Broncos don't have guys who can run. They have, yeah, they have really no Somebody team speed on offense. <sighs> yeah, Jerry I mean, Judy. Yep. And right now he's been, I mean, he didn't play this entire life or he played this game, but not the whole game because he was just hampered by the injury still. So wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of the case for the next few weeks. And if that's the case, just sit him. But that's probably off conversation for another day as well. Yep. Um, okay. Now let's hop into Good the thing website. We have lots of other days. <laughs> yes, we do have many other days. In fact, the days never stop, nope. which is a good so thing. True. Unlimited good thing. days. Yes. Unlimited well, days. Well, all our days are limited. Yeah. Jeez, oh, we're getting. <laughs> what? Who, who was the? Uh, wasn't there a football quote? Oh, it was. Uh, was it Kyle Shanahan? It's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I'll let you know who the starter is on Friday if we're all here by then. <laughs> <laughs> like Just brutal. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh, f- speaking of brutal, mile high till I die. Who knows when that is? For what? Really quick story. So true. When I was a little kid, um, I like didn't want to sleep alone in my own room like when I first moved and and so I would just say the most like savage things to my mom she'd be like good night see you in the morning I'd be like if I'm not kidnapped in the morning (laughs) oh my god wow (laughs) did she still leave you then yeah oh wow (laughs) this it was the day before draft day when they took Trey Lance and somebody asked him can you guarantee that Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the 49ers roster on Sunday and he said I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive someday. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good quote. (laughs) He might be dead. (laughs) I'm not going to guarantee it. Oh, my goodness. That is great. Oh, never mind. I won't even go down that road. The Broncos had Kyle What if something happened to Jimmy Garoppolo? (laughs) Right? Oh, my gosh. Right? That's like a free ticket to murder Jimmy Garoppolo because you will not get accused. You would 100% get away with it. No, he would be the number one suspect. Well, only if you're Kyle Shanahan (laughs) for the other 330 million of us. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What a rabbit hole we're in. (laughs) All right. Let's get to Um, the First question. Mile high till I die says, hey, fellas, I agree that we need more help with running backs next year, especially considering the amount of time Javante might need to get back to 100%. But I think we need to invest more than a fourth-round pick. We should fully invest in a running back, whether that be a top-tier free agent or a high-round draft pick. That, and we should redo the offensive line for next season and become an elite rushing team. If Russ is washed and we can't get rid of him, let's drag him to the playoffs on the shoulders of a killer running game and a great defense. Even Baker Mayfield won a playoff game with a top-tier rushing duo. I typically, I mean, everybody hates signing big money running backs. Yeah. This is a rare situation where I'm honestly kind of tempted just to say, screw it. 
here's eight and a half million dollars a year for three years for there's, who melvin gordon so that's the thing see who the best option is i mean I you're not getting think, like there, saquon for that. There, it's it's a crazy class yeah there's like legit talent but you just have to decide it's if a, it's worth it but the thing is like there's just so many ways it goes well like first of all they could be good if not they could be good for two months and then javante's back or they're good for a year and then they fall off, but at that point, Javante's starting to get his rhythm again. And if you kind of stagger it so you could, and you probably don't want to pay Javante afterward anyway for the same reason, but if you could keep it to two or three years, um, wow, this is a list of backs from before the season. Okay. They, the Melvin Gordon was number three. Things have changed from that <laughs> list. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, Josh Jacobs, Mark Ingram, uh, Dante Foreman. So you're willing to give. Three uh, years, thirty million to Kareem Hunt. Not to. There's other things with Kareem Josh Hunt. Jacobs? I wouldn't touch Kareem okay, Hunt. Okay, Saquon Barkley. Yes, I would do that for sure. Oh, Having only watched man. the first half of his season and not knowing what he's done the last <laughs> month and a half, a <laughs> right. little bit scared, but. Yeah, good luck with that because then you've signed another player who's always injured, who is now injured. Yeah, that's true. true. I mean, Josh Jacobs may be the guy who has the most production and the fewest injuries maybe yeah but 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 here here's the thing <coughs> i would sign him just to get him off the raiders and true so he can stop hurting us yeah it's very would, true they would fit the system really well too wait he says he he plays so well against the broncos because he always gets up playing against the broncos if he's on the broncos yeah. would he be up every single game or then? down every single oh because he never gets to play the broncos <laughs> and Pratt, dude we'd see the best training camp ever Oh, my God. He would be just killing them. Um, <laughs> and mile high till I die, y- you, of course, would like to invest a first-round pick in every position, but at this point, you have to decide, is it worth investing that money and resources into a running back, or is it worth doing into the offensive line? That's why I think mm-hmm. we kind of said third or fourth-round pick on a running back is because then you'd use those higher picks yep. in, the, in the, the capital and free agency to go for the offensive line. And this is kind of where you skimp out because you can typically more so skimp out on the running back position than on the offensive line. But again, fourth rounder, it's 50-50 guys just going to suck. So like if you go with the fourth rounder, like James Robinson's out there, Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison, Damian Harris, Devin Singletary, David Montgomery. Tony Pollard would at least help bring some team speed. Exactly. Like any of those guys. Right. Exactly. Like there's there's so many good backs. At that position, there's so many. Maybe you do. Maybe one of these guys does fall through the cracks yeah. because running backs yeah. don't get paid. And then there's like what you listed like five legit ones. Yeah, I th- I think there's ten good backs. There isn't really ten, like ten a starters. Kenneth Walker though in the draft this year, which is kind of interesting. Like, who's the best running back in America? Jarek Broussard declared. <laughs> 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 he almost had 300 yards, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, he out had of th- almost had 300 yards in one. No, he did have 300 yards in one game at CU. He did. He sure did. Miles Sanders is a free agent. Smodgy P. Run. Like, there's there's just a dozen startable backs. And if you want to go after Saquon, I could definitely get behind that. If you want to give $4 million bucks to any one of those guys, I think that would make sense. Just eat carries, swing on a guy in the fourth, get uh, Javante back by Mike Boone, sadly. But it's it's easy to rebuild the running backs this year. Okay, there you go. Nash Bronco says, hi, fellas. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The injuries are not getting talked about enough. I know we've seen the team most healthy or mostly healthy at the beginning of the year, but at this point, 
Your healthy wide receivers are Kendall Hinton, Jalen Virgil, Brandon Johnson, and Montro Washington. Everyone else has an injury. What the hell do we expect from Russ? I'm pretty convinced that he's not the problem. The offensive scheme and injuries are. The pot has been great lately, despite some objective, terrible football being played. But let's step back for a second. There has been bad football all over the league this year. What's happening? Have defenses sort of adjusted to modern schemes? It seems like any team can lose any week. Hashtag this league. And the product of the NFL just isn't as great as usual this year. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. scoring's been down uh, this year for, for the, mm-hmm. the average. It has certainly been down. No yep. one, unfortunately, has been as bad as the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And Nash Bronco, I think you're giving a little too much leeway to Russ here. For the most part, mm-hmm. he has had either Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy mm-hmm. for, I think, the entire season. Have they played mm-hmm. a game without either of those two? Um, I think they've no for every one they've had one of them. They've had one yep. of them, so you do you do have to include one of those yep. two guys in there. If the, if the Broncos have been fully healthy all season, I think they'd be seven and five right now. No team is fully healthy wow. though. So, so then, like, so then take KJ out. Even and I say six and six. So then, so then give. Why aren't you giving Nathaniel? And I'm not saying you aren't, mm-hmm. but why aren't you giving Nathaniel Hackett that benefit of the doubt? You got to find a way still. Like I think they would be that good with it, but still, like without those guys, you have to find a way to not be three and nine. Like I don't think they so five and seven or something. Yeah, exactly. Like okay. you, you should have at least one or two more wins. But yeah, I, I do think fully healthy. Which again, like KJ, of course, was not going to be fully healthy all season. I do think they have a winning record right now. Wow. If you have Randy Gregory out there, Tim Patrick all season, the whole offensive line is probably gelling by now. Javante, obviously, Javante might get him to five hundred himself. I like the optimism. I, it's it's possible. I also do think that if you. If you're giving the injury excuse, you just also have to give it to Nathaniel Hackett, mm-hmm. um, which I believe is fair. It's just like the other problems with mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett are what's costing. Yep. And again, with like average injury luck, five and seven. Like, I think that's probably two wins difference. I realize that maybe they wouldn't have been able to get in a better position anyway. But like the fact that Russell Wilson thought like as long as we get Brandon McManus a sixty-three yard field goal, we already did this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. yeah, like it's just such yeah. a tough spot to be. It's like one second. What do we do? Sixty-three yard field goal or throw a hail mary? No, no, and that's not what I mean. But I just like the number should be fifty-nine. Yeah, but that wasn't an <laughs> yes. option. You wound up with sixty-three. But like, there was he couldn't the have run was, another yard. Maybe he could have. He couldn't though. We watched it. There was one second on the clock. But in, to Ryan's point, in his mind. He was told get yeah. to what the forty-five, so it can be a sixty-three yarder. True. Yeah, you and have to get the, to the forty. Just yeah. that, that thought process went on, and then he was ten Who, yards yeah. short. Like it could be, he would have said, "Like, well, I can't run for it. I'll just chuck it to this guy. Hope something good happens. Yeah. And maybe you get there." Right. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. I still think field goals better than hail mary. There. Next one is from Arvada Luke. Neither I'm reading it because I've spent the last five minutes trying to log into my damn account. <laughs> uh, hello, guys. I would be so psyched if the Broncos showed up to my birth. If half the Broncos showed up to my birthday party. <laughs> Not sure what all the hubbub was about. If you could invite one athlete to your birthday, who would you pick? Um, just ever, probably Peyton Manning. Okay. I mean, not only Peyton, but he's also hilarious wow. and a good time. He, and he good feels time. like he can party. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. He really does That's have it all. pretty good package, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's probably easy number one. If we're saying, like, current Jokic, I feel like Jokic mm. would have some good party vibes. Like, you see him dancing shirtless and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. True. he'd be a good party. And too. like Exactly. I'm yeah. staying away from the hockey guys for that reason. <laughs> yes. So long as that he, like, is in, it wants to be there. True. You know what I mean? Right. That is. We have true. to assume that like they're excited to be coming <laughs> yes. to our birthday. Yes. I would put Prime in there, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't drink, which doesn't 
preclude oh, someone from yeah. not coming to sure. my birthday party. But if I want, <laughs> I want to like. It does not have be down some drinks. <laughs> I, want, I want this person to open up to me because I've had a few more drinks. Especially if you're having <laughs> drinks, you know, I, I would be too nervous around Prime. Yeah. Not that I like, wouldn't me. be nervous around these other guys, but like, Peyton's, I feel like if you say something, not even wrong, but just that he doesn't like, he's going to call you out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Right. And like, there's just a different standard of like, yeah. you're trying to be really cool around Prime. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> by the way, some place put out a list today. It was like the top 25 and bottom 25 coaches with the most and least swagger yep. uh, oh. in college football. Obviously, Prime's number one. Obviously. There's <laughs> no conversation. What do you think is number two unless you saw my tweet already? I did, I I did, did. not. It, do you agree with it or not? I think it's you can make a case for it, but my what I will say is that the gap between one and two is astronomical. Mm -hmm. He did say that in his tweet as well. Man, is it... Uh, I can't go Kirby smart. No, no, <laughs> no you cannot. No, you cannot. It is not Kirby. Um, Kirby okay. is not the His name is Kirby. Yeah, I know. I Second swag. I, I have no idea. I can't think of like swag. <laughs> Number two is Lane Kiffin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In but a different the way. The difference kind of. in swagger yeah. between yeah. Deion Sanders yeah. and Lane Kiffin is He's like, just a silly insane. internet boy. Right, right. Says like yeah, they, that, yeah, yeah. It's a very different swag. He's a troll. Yes. Man, was he trolling a couple weeks ago, too? It's he hilarious. Was. That was hardcore. I was like, at this point, he is he can't be going to Auburn at this point. Yeah, he's kind of like the Elon Musk of uh, football coaches. He just like goes on and shit posts. That's a yeah. really good comparison. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, he goes and says, I think a lot of us have moved on to next season mentality. It's tough to predict mm -hmm. what the ownership group will do, but my guess is they will really invest and revamp a lot. The Waltons are very active with the Arkansas football program, which I think is probably huh. something that drove their interest in buying a professional team. Makes sense. I know college football can be dirty, but I don't think you can buy one of those. Well, you can't. You can. <laughs> um, do, do you think that we see a big infrastructure build out or any adjustments of major personnel changes or even an announcement of new uniforms first? By the way, um, I think his name is T. Boone Pickens. He basically owns Oklahoma State football. Uh. <laughs> uh, thank goodness for a little football redemption around here. Scobuffs, cheers, mm -hmm. AL. Wait, before we talk about those questions, Arkansas football has mm -hmm. the Waltons and Jerry Jones, and yep. they're still Arkansas football? <laughs> like, wow. what? That is crazy. Especially with NIL now, though? Yeah. Like NIL, how are they not able to do something now? Like this year, I guess they, they were top 25 team, but like you got that money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Alabama has all that money too. And the best coach. Yeah, it's true. Yep. It's true. <laughs> um, all right. Do we see a big infrastructure build out or any announcements of major personnel changes or even new uniforms? I think everything's moving slowly. I think like obvious, I, I think we all agree there's going to be a new stadium. Um, we don't need to get into where that's going to be, but there's going to be a new stadium. There's going to be new uniforms. I think those are at least another year away too. I, I think just all of that stuff, like new practice facility is possible, especially if they build a new stadium, but they get all these things are going to take time in terms of like executives and that sort of stuff. I don't think anything big this off season. Yeah. I think it would be more so the football decisions that yep. we're talking about now because they've already done Damani Leach. They kind of brought in yep. uh, a guy right under Damani Leach, a former CSU Ram actually. Mm -hmm. uh, they did that last week. So I think they're doing things on the business that side. Explains and, why and, the and offense got worse. <laughs> hey, they brought uh, in the Oh, well, it did get worse last week. That's fair. Uh, um, so yeah, I think it's more so the, the, the football side of things. And then yep. 
yeah, man, we haven't thought about I, at least I haven't thought about a new stadium in a while. I've been football focused, which has yeah. been nice. Yeah, I was actually thinking the other day, would they put the practice practice facility at the stadium? Yeah, my gut says yes, but they have put a ton of money into mm -hmm. the existing one. Now the Waltons mm -hmm. haven't, so maybe that changes things. True. Um, but you know, like I was talking to the Bears guys about this when I was in Chicago last week, mm. and I was like, oh, well, when they move the stadium to Arlington Heights, they'll move the practice facility there too, right? And they're like, no, like they put a ton of money into Hallis Hall, they'll just keep huh. it. Yeah, because I assume that they would move with the stadium as well. Right. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. I still. I Is mean, it better or worse for us? Uh, it's about the there, same, right? I don't yeah, care. Honestly. Probably I, less traffic going towards the airport than there is towards South Denver. Maybe. <sighs> yeah. Thankfully, Broncos really don't do things during primetime driving yeah. hours, which is true. Nice. Or they don't play games during primetime either. That's very true. <laughs> not anymore. They used to. <laughs> I will Early say. Early 2022. I'm thinking more and more they're not moving the stadium. Oh. The more I think about it, the more I think they're rebuilding right there. Just when you hear like how they're trying to connect the Coors to Union Station to Pepsi Center, like it just makes sense to just build that out, which they're going to do, and just leave the stadium there. Like, and, and we'll see. The Waltons would be just would be throwing billions away if they did that. Yeah, mm -hmm. probably. Yeah, but <laughs> I I don't I think it'd go pretty well for them too. It would just not as good right. as no. creating a whole new city, right. yep. Waltonville. It's true. <laughs> yep. It's true. Um, and I believe we got one more question coming in from Chicago Bronco 86 says, this year has been absolutely awful without a doubt. Yet, call me crazy, but I think we bounce back in a big way next year between the draft, free agency, and trades. I think we managed to improve two offensive line spots and snag a playmaking receiver as well as another back to spell Javante. If we can do that and get a good coach in, I personally believe Russ bounces back. His track record of good play is just too long for me to believe he can't be brought back to at least a decent quarterback. There is a chance the coach may need to level with him and maybe get a more, little more balanced approach going, but he's at least, at the very least, an elite system quarterback in the right situation. This year is going to be painful to, painful the rest of the way. They're just too injured at this point to do much, but I'm going out on a limb and calling a wild card spot next year. In the meantime, thanks for providing at least some entertainment for the fans since we're not getting it on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Happy to do it. Yep. And I like the optimism. And Me you too. know what? Knowing us, there's probably going to be some optimism in the offseason mm -hmm. if the Broncos give us some optimism. And it, Ryan, I probably am more down on Russ for the future than you are. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Did Russ just all of a sudden go from like a top 10 quarterback to literally a bottom three quarterback in one season? He could, he, he could have. Yeah. But likely not. And if he is a 100% system quarterback, then you know what you have to do? You have to give him that system. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because now yes. you're committed to him, so now you got to do everything for him. Yes, bring in his system. Like These are the only ways I'm getting excited for next year. Bring in his system, make some um, like moves in that world, add offensive talent, add offensive line help, legitimate ones, mm -hmm. not Menelik Watson. Um, like... There has to be some big changes because this is not like, oh, tweak some things. Right. This is like you have to figure out a way to get from the worst offense, not just in football, but in the last few decades of football yeah. to average. Yep. I think it's possible, but it big things need to be changed. Exactly. Yeah. And I also, I mean, this was kind of dark. I also think he might just be over the hill. Like he is 34 and he's a mobile quarterback and – He's within the range of when quarterbacks are going to start to go bad. Like, usually it's more like 36 and not 34, but right. 
how big of a difference really is that? I'm pretty, I mean, Michael Vick retired when he was 35. Yeah. Like, and again, that's more similar to him than Eli Manning, who fell off the cliff when he was 36. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a really good point, Hank, and something we should probably dive into. I just think for the mo- at least for me, Tom mm-hmm. Brady and Aaron Rodgers and even Peyton Manning have kind of ruined me being like, no, yeah. every quarterback now, especially yeah. ones that really take care of their body, like Russell Wilson, are going to play mm-hmm. until they're 40 and be good until they're 38, at least. But you're right, there are yeah. a lot of other guys where it's like, no, they start falling off. Yep. 35 but those ish. those three those are three of the best quarterbacks right. ever. No, you're like right. Russ so is not that tier. No, no, not, he's not best ever. But exactly, he's the winningest ever. Okay, he's not yeah. Caleb Williams. Oh my god, <laughs> no, he's not Caleb Williams. That's for sure. Um, what's like the last quarterback to fall off at that age who was really good before? I'm thinking like Matthew Stafford, but also like there's yeah. a big injury involved yeah. there. What about Ben Roethlisberger? I don't know exactly. He was older. Well, I guess he couldn't have been like too much older. when he started falling off. He had to be because he came in in Eli Manning's draft class. Yep. Wow. Eli Manning could be one. He, I mean, yeah, he was at yeah? like 36, so he was bad. Yeah. Ben, ben was bad at 36? Uh, Eli was. Oh, Eli. Um, no, he was still good. So he, Roethlisberger threw for 5,100 yards when he was 36. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then well, afterward mind, mind. was terrible. Okay. So, I mean, yep. 36, so later than, than where Russ yep. is now. But again, like, you're within Rivers, that range. He was older. But he played well that late. Like, yeah. It's not only the goat. He fell off the cliff. Right, right, right. He fell off a cliff and then came back. And then, yeah, did it. Yeah. So that's, I mean, maybe that's the best that case. That is, yep. the, yes. Is that this is his down year to then bounce back next year minor this would setback just be way major more comeback down year. yeah exactly i would guess and i think i said this earlier but you're mm-hmm. gonna see like russ make major changes in the offseason like i think he's gonna come back like ripped he should he's gotta lose weight he's he's got all of the resources to do whatever he wants mm-hmm. to his body i think he will i think that'll be like a big training camp storyline russ has lost yeah, 15 pounds yeah, yeah. you're probably right. fat and gained 15 pounds of muscle like Just plug yourself mm-hmm. in baby yeah exactly life electric <laughs> even like like cam newton is a very different thing but again yeah. like it's that mobile guy who needed yeah. the feet but that's more body he was like breaking. a power back took a lot yeah. of hits in a different way yeah. russ was just getting hit like from behind like, has there ever been a mobile quarterback who has Lasted that long? Elway, yeah, good one. Yeah, Elway, that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> Shout that out, Kale. <laughs> no, that shadows. was Dre. That oh, was Dre. Dre. Sorry, Dre. <laughs> Sounded like Kale to me too. <laughs> yeah, it did. And I can't see. We're looking at blinding lights on the oh, other side no of here. There's no. I can't see literally anything. All I see is Allie's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay for some, that. Some nice. Uh, some nice. Wow. Okay, <laughs> she's wearing shoes. <laughs> Wow. Oh All right. I can't even Are say anything done? else. Yes, we're done. We're uh-huh. done. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up there. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We will catch you tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast.
last time.